Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. This for my grown and sexy, the two steppers in the party. Jim, yeah. Oh. This time let's hit good issue. This time let's talk about real issue. This time let's talk about knowledge. Next time we'll talk about power. This time let's hit good issue. This time let's talk about real issue. This time let's talk about knowledge. Next time we'll talk about power. Yo, what's good everybody? Welcome to Views from the Group Chat. The much needed dose of savagery. This is your host, Jabir, along with Steven and Chris. Um, we're gonna get right into it. Uh Steven, it's all it's all you. The floor is yours. Thank you. So we talked about kind of wanting to make sure that we address everything that's going on right now. But talking about race, it's the third rail. It's challenging to do in private, especially in public. It requires a certain level of clarity and knowledge to get your thoughts across concisely. But we want to attempt to give it a try here on our own platform. Honestly, I'm numb to the idea of the cops killing black men and women, which which is sad. But I live it. Jabir lives it. Chris lives it every day. And just about everyone I know that I hold dear to my heart is a black man or woman. It'd be impossible to maneuver through the day if I wasn't numb to the realities of dealing with the police. What people need to understand is this happens too often. Yeah, not everyone dies or is killed on camera, but in general, black people feel harassed, mistreated, oppressed, and violated by the police. I know, speaking for myself, the police frighten me. They, they probably frighten my two friends here, and we don't really believe in their ability to be empathetic and helpful at times. Um, what you're seeing is frustration and fear in the public right now. I also want to draw clear lines between protesting, rioting, and looting. Just speaking for myself, I'm entirely for protesting. I'm mostly for rioting and not really for looting. I don't personally believe in stealing. I think the looting is more of a frustration of the times. A lot of people are out of work, broke, and have pent up energy and are using this as a cover to steal. I also think the looting is coming from people trying to nullify the protesters' voices. So don't let the looting get in the way of what a, what a majority of the people are, are doing and saying. Also, as I was doing some reading and listening this week, um, Bomani Jones really gave some excellent notes on his timeline about listening or reading. Um, all these PR statements from companies that are now all of a sudden, you know, pro-black, you know, Black Lives Matter. Uh, be careful when you're listening to them because they're, they're, they're PR statements. They're perfectly written. They've been tested. Um, so, like, if the statement mentions the African-American community, community, be a little careful about that. Uh, I've never referred to any of my friends as African-Americans. Uh, we're black people. Um, emphasis on the people. Like, we're not a community. And by them calling us a community, that's a way of them trying to make it easier to not view us as people. Um, he also mentioned, uh, if your statement doesn't mention the cops, are they really saying anything or are they just giving lip service? Because a lot of this is us and our feelings about how the police are treating the black people. Um, and then does the statement also talk about systematic racism and all this? Like, it's just another way of not being able, not blaming anybody in particular. Like, yeah, it's the system. No, we're talking about police. We're talking about the people that run the streets. Um, so 
I just want to say that voting and doing the census, they're the basics of what people should be doing. But continue to protest. If you can't protest, donate. And if you can't donate, find another way to support, but keep pushing the message forward. My brother, well said. Um, uh, my comments are on allyhood and allyship. Like uh, you posting your comments on social media, Facebook, or whatever social media outlet you use, that's not being an ally. Like it's nice to make those comments and it's nice to get your likes. But if you're not helping, I, I don't mind using the term community. So I, I'm going to refer to the black community. But if you if you're not helping the black community or black people, your words don't mean nothing to me. I'm sorry. They they land on on deaf ears right now. Uh, to to Stephen's point, I, I've become numb to this situation. Is is I'm desensitized. Like this happens way too often. Um, all, what what we're witnessing right now is public executions. This is nothing different than what we've seen since the inception of this country when we were brought over to this country in 1619 all where the only difference is you know maybe there's not a a crew of people behind you know our fellow brothers and sisters that are being hanged from trees because that's what the slave pictures used to look like now we're just seeing a few officers every now and then that are that are kind of behind it and to me it's no different we're just seeing public executions and i'm getting sick and tired of this behavior being rewarded to some degree if you can't sit here and say out loud that what you're seeing is morally wrong i'm we're not even talking about race just morally wrong you're seeing people being executed and not giving time for that something's wrong with you 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 got to do more than just make a comment go donate go be part of the solution or to, to further steven's comments go do something in the community go spend some time in the community volunteer some hours Go to a church, volunteer some hours, participate in some enrichment programs for young black youth. Actually do something. Your comments mean nothing if you don't have action behind it. I'm tired of seeing it. I don't want to hear about it. I've been talking about this every day at work since Monday. It's nice that I got the emails. That's cool. But if you're going to spend this weekend after everything that happened and did nothing and spend time with your white friends and your white family and do nothing for my people, then what were you emailing me for? Don't waste your time because I no longer have the patience for you or anything that you stand for if you're not standing for my people. End of story. Man, you guys made uh, two great points. Um... I feel like I'm used to this already. Um, my upbringing was a lot different probably from Stephen and Jabir's upbringing. I grew up in Westwood, New Jersey. Westwood, New Jersey, small, big town. It's not that many black people. Where the black people live, I, I don't want to say Westwood is segregated, but if you ask Jabir, he'll tell you. All the black, all the African-American people that live in Westwood live on one side of Westwood. The opposite side of Westwood is nothing but white people. So growing up in Westwood, I, I was harassed because we would ride our bikes and the cops would ask us, hey, where are you guys going? Oh, we're just going to get a slice of pizza. They would follow us there. Going to, going to Westwood school systems, it was nothing but maybe a handful, maybe 15, 10 African-Americans in my graduating class. And uh, so I'm numb to this. 
I've seen it happen in Westwood, even even in in different towns. Like this is just getting out of control. Uh, about the rioting and the looting, I'm okay with the rioting, not the looting, because I feel like you're rooted, you're looting in your own area, your own neighborhood, and you're taking jobs away from your area. Potentially that you guys can get back, you know, once the whole pandemic is over. But I just want to tell y'all one quick story about racism that was crazy to me. Seventh grade, I was in high school, middle school, and, uh, you know, girls, you know, I'm digging girls. So there was this one Caucasian female that I, I wanted to talk to. And I wanted to holler at her. So, you know, back then, I I ain't have the confidence to go talk to nobody. So I wrote her a note, boom, boom, boom. And I said, hey, I, you know, I would love to have the opportunity to take you out. Uh, like, just go out. Because uh, back in the day, we used to hang out downtown. Just downtown, go to a movie or whatever. And she read the letter. And I never get over this. That she looked at the letter, threw the letter on the floor, told her counterparts who was there. Like, sorry, but I got to say this word. But she said, I would never date no nigger. So... I mean, that took me back for a minute because I'm like, are all y'all like this? Or just some, or like, what's going on here? And uh, as I got older, I still don't, I see her on Facebook. I'm not friends with her on Facebook. She can kiss my ass. Still, to this day, still kiss my ass. But um, I hope if she's still like that, like, she really needs to grow up because black people are beautiful people, man. We're smart, we're talented. You know, we have the world. In our shoulder, on our shoulders, and we're just going. We got positive people around us. Yes, there's yes, there there can be some problems in our in our community, but there's problems in every community, not just the black community. And when I saw that cop with his knee in that man's neck for eight minutes and forty six seconds, I tried to hold my breath for two minutes, and I couldn't do it. So. I know I wrote on Facebook a few days ago that I, I was I was sad and you know my wife, you know she wrote back like she's upset. A lot of people got mixed feelings about what's going on. My feelings are the shit gotta stop because I have a, I have a I have two children and I have a son and for me to sit down and and explain to my son what's going on here and and you know he he likes the police because the police comes to his school they do a little little uh presentation stuff like that so you know he doesn't really understand but me trying to explain to him what's going on and him looking at me like are you serious like this happens to you and i'm like yes i get pulled over yes and i get scared when i get pulled over because i never know what's going to happen during this whole pandemic i've gotten pulled over at least seven to ten times driving to work with cops asking me where are you going i tell them where i'm going it looks like it blows their mind when i tell them what i do for a living of why i'm going to work like, I shouldn't have that job. So I look at that cop like, bro, you ain't nothing either. But I just hope that with this protesting, I hope we find a common ground to end this. Because if this keeps going on, it's going to get worse. And the next time this happens, for the stories that we don't even know of, there's even more stories coming out. But if this continues to happen, it's only going to get worse. And, and that's how I feel about the situation. Well said, my brother. I mean, we said what we said. Let me just leave it at that. So let's let's move on to, to something else. Um, you know, and good news. You know, the world is starting to open up a bit. 
Uh, I don't know about y'all. I, I haven't paid too much attention to it, to be honest, because I'm staying in the house still. Uh, I just I'm I just don't trust going outside and I don't trust people. But we, we do see uh, a few things opening up gyms and uh, we see sports are coming back, malls, barbershop. You know, what's your thoughts on it? Have y'all tried anything yet? Have y'all gone anywhere? Um, what's been your experience so far? Man, according to the Texas government, uh, COVID's over. Stay open. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's back open. I mean, the gym's fully open, 100% capacity. Um, the malls are open. The, the, I just got an email the other day saying that they're expecting everybody to be back at work June 15th. So mm. my, my barber, though, he stepped the game up, finally got that, uh, that reservation app. <laughs> so I'm happy about that. Uh, besides that, I mean... I'm still not going to the gym just because it, it, that seemed like the gym was already dirty to begin with. It was already disgusting. Yeah. Um, and now, like with the COVID and the gym, a small little box, like I'm, I'm straight. I've been riding my bike trying to do that. Uh, I know I know one guy is super happy that the NBA is coming back. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> like, I really feel like I don't watch every possible show I could watch on Netflix, Hulu, HBO. So I, I'm ready. I'm excited for the NBA to come back. Um, I'm actually kind of excited for also how, you know, how they're doing the seedings and how the playoffs is going to work. I, I really can't wait. I just um, I, I just hope that, uh, you know, this gives people the excitement that sports is coming back because we need it. Because being locked in the house for over, what, almost three months is a very long time with no sports. So I'm really excited. You talking Have about the sports bro- on ESPN, bro? There's that uh that little <laughs> hacky sack thing they've been playing. Nah, I'm good. Extra uh, one. Nah. Yeah, that that got plenty of sports on there. Nah, I'm good. The only the only good thing about well, I also can watch. I know y'all probably don't watch it because y'all probably working. It's Skip and Shannon. Like that's the show I can watch every single day. But everything else, I feel like I don't watch that. I think I watched the Carmichael show at least two times in a row, both all three seasons, two times in a row already. And every time it, it gets funnier and funnier. But it's I mean, a good that, show. <laughs> but yeah, so now I'm just waiting for the NBA, and I cannot wait. Have y'all realized how much of the activities are entertain? How much entertainment in America is just hanging out, like just hanging around, like not not actually doing nothing, but like all this stuff that we that we're missing out on now. I just realized it's just all hanging out. Like you want to go see a comedy show, you just hanging out while you watch somebody do something. You want to go play. Watch somebody play basketball or go to an NFL game. That's just you hanging out and watching sports, like watching other people doing something. Going to you the mall what? is a hangout. Like, I've, all we I've do is hang never, out. I've never thought of it that way. I mean, I, I obviously miss the camaraderie, but you make a good point that most of the activities we do, it's very rare that you're doing it by yourself. Like, most of the things you can do, but for the most part, you're enjoying them when you're doing it with other people. But even yeah, but even if you're not doing them with like people that you're close with, you're still at a stadium with like 60,000 people just hanging out. You know, yeah. like, that's all. Yeah, that's what most of this industry is. It's just like, hey, y'all want to ha- come hang out and watch some other people do some stuff. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but um, speaking of the barbershop, I, my barber got the app. He did. He sure did put the app fees on us, so the prices went up a little bit. Hot. Hey, I know you haven't gone to get a haircut yet. I, I got a reservation for uh, June 19th. 
<laughs> nah, I, I haven't set my appointment yet, but I did text him before Massachusetts started opening. I did text him and was like, yo, um, so I'm going to be, uh, <laughs> I'm going to be coming through. Like, when are you going to be showing up? He's like, man, we supposed to open soon as they, they say we can open. So I haven't texted him yet. I, I want to make sure I give it like a month. And see if there's any increase in cases before I go out. Because if, if we're going to stay even and it's going to be, you know, we're not going to increase from this current level, then I f- I'll feel a little more comfortable going. But, you know, I'm not I'm not completely sold on the idea of being out unless I'm we made this point before, unless I'm first in the chair. Yeah. Like I, <laughs> I have to be first. Otherwise, I'm not going. I will give you the 40, 45, 50 if necessary. I ain't going to tell him I'm willing to pay that much. But <laughs> but if, if if it's necessary, I will do it so that way I'm first and I'm out. Well, you know, June 19th is Juneteenth. So I felt like that was a, a good day Ooh. to be free. Get the yes. haircut. Like, you know, <laughs> I felt like I had to free my, 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 my physical spirit with my, my getting my haircut. I like that. Man, I just saw... Uh, I already texted my barber. He told me his fees went up. Yeah, so, you know, I'm in between barbers right now. <laughs> how, how much he charging? Uh, he's charging, tw- uh, he charging $30 for, for grown man cuts. And then uh, for my son, it's 25 That's the part that's ridiculous. Yeah. That's that... the part that's ridiculous. So, that yeah. boy haircut is not that difficult. No, it's not. So I'm in between barbers right now. So, but uh, you know, I ain't got to worry about that 25 for my son because my son got a haircut yesterday. Is uh, that what you call that? <laughs> what y'all did to that boy's head like that? <laughs> listen, you want to tell that? You want to tell the people what happened? All right, real quick, real quick. Uh, so yesterday, I go to my in-laws' house. Uh, my father-in-law tells me, "Hey, Chris, I just want to clean up Preston's hair." Um, in the beginning, I was against it. Like, I was like, no, hell no. Not going to happen. But, you know, after... You should have stuck to it. You felt that. You <laughs> felt something. I did felt it. But, like, you know, I, I remember I saw my father-in-law cut uh, my cousin's hair before. And it did mess it up. So, I was like, all right, cool. Just take it down. Don't worry about the lineup. My barbershop opens up in two weeks. So, just take some off the top. That's fine. So, from what I was told, because I wasn't outside when it happened... He was he was taking some off at the top and it was working. And um, shout out to my wife. My wife said that he was taking too long to cut it. Take the guard off. So my father-in-law listened to her. He took the guard off and he just just went up one time and all I saw was skin. No hair, skin. <laughs> So I walked outside, and all I can hear was my son just crying his eyes out, like, why would you do this to me? Why? 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 He goes, that's why I told you I didn't want you to cut my hair. So, see, he was mad at his grandfather, but he should have been mad at his mother. Wrong, wrong. He should have been mad at you. That's insufficient daddy right there at his finest. I'm disgusted with you, and the idea that you felt that that man should not have been cutting your son's hair... You let it happen, and then even worse, you weren't around to watch him get his hair cut. <laughs> no, I wasn't around because I was on the computer doing some stuff. That I oh, <laughs> which was more important than making sure your son got a proper haircut. Yeah. Insufficient daddy. I, mean, I, feel bad. I feel bad for him, but now he's embracing it right now. So, you know, we're okay. He's embracing the baldy. 
the hair grow back. Because at one point, he had like uh, the bald sides with, I don't know what you would call it, like a little fake mohawk. And he was like, I want it. I want to keep this. I'm like, Preston, no, you can't do that, bro. You cannot go outside with me with this cut right here. I said, because they <laughs> will clown you. They will clown you. And, uh, you know, you know, it, it, it turned out to be a good day for him. He got the baldy. Then he ended up losing his two front teeth. So, you know, it ended up being a good day. Ooh. So he he's excited I, right now. I hope you paid him extra. Those those are $100 teeth right there based yeah. on what I just heard. How much? How much you paying, Chris? Um, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't give nothing, cause uh, you know, <laughs> oh, brother man fell asleep as soon as he got home yesterday. So that two fair didn't make that run yesterday. <laughs> so he's gonna make that run today. So, you know, but I, I do have a question for you, cause you know, I'm for Steven, cause I, I'm fairly new to this. I have a beard, and uh, I know my guy Jabir's growing a beard too. Shout out to Jabir, cause you know. If y'all seen Jabir now, y'all wouldn't even realize him from before the beard till now. You wouldn't even realize it was him. So, you know, we brought it up. To, I brought it up to Steven. Like, Steven, you know, I like to buy beard softener, beard oil, you know, stuff like that from Scotch Porter. And Steven said, I'm wasting my money. But let wait, me just, wait, 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 wait. That's not with it. First of all, you ain't never bought no Scotch Porter stuff. I do got Scotch Porter. Because I, I asked everybody, you was like never heard of it. No, no, no. I got Scotch Porter. Remember, I no, no, no. Space, you asked. I mean, uh, Stephen, you asked in a different chat. Oh, my bad. Too many chats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I got the Scotch Porter, but the only reason why I got the Scotch Porter is because I got a discount. <laughs> so that's the only no, reason why I got it. I love Scotch Porter. Actually, I just started using Scotch Porter a couple weeks ago, and it's the best stuff I've ever used. I mean, we should stop. That's the end of the free uh, advertisement. You know. You highlight us if you want to um, have us say your name again. Word. <laughs> Word. <laughs> but I know. So we when we were we were pre-gaming for the podcast, BBJ talked about having to wash his hair. And what did you say about washing your hair, James? Fam. <laughs> Fam. I've never had to use so much shampoo before in my life. Usually it was like one scoop, run it through. And, you know, the whole head wash. Now I'm using two, three swoops, <laughs> running my hands through it and, like, you know, the dead hair falling out. I'm like, yo, what is this? Showers easily 10, 15 minutes. We, yeah. we, we pass 20 now. Too long. Like, too long. it is way too long. I'm spending five to 10 minutes just washing my hair. And then I'm using, so this is how this conversation came up. I'm using the beard softener, too. Because I'm thinking, okay, this is supposed to help me shampoo my beard. That, nah. That's what I'm thinking. And, and that's when so, I clowned you. That's, what, that's so, when I clowned you. <laughs> so let me, re- let me read the... So I use Bevel, you know, so... Again, Another reason you know, I clowned you. So I'm Bevel don't know nothing read, about nobody's hair besides cutting it. I'm, I'm going to read what it says here, the Bevel difference. Brittle isn't really our style. Unruly beards just need a little TLC. A beard should be soft and clean. The nourishing bevel beard softener helps soften rough hair, reduce breakage, and gentle oh, sorry, and gently detangles all in one product. Use this to condition and prep your beard without clogging your pores. I'm like, all right, that sounds okay. Sounds amazing. Because, <laughs> sounds like a miracle, don't it? <laughs> and I was like, all right, like I use their I use their shaving stuff when I was shaving. And then they transitioned to face stuff as well. So I use their face wash. Like, I, I think I, I'm a very loyal customer. Once I find a brand I like, whether it's clothing, 
TVs, electronics, whatever it is, like I stick with that brand. So because the shaving stuff worked, I'm like, all right, let me try the face stuff. That worked. I'm like, all right, cool. Then they released shampoo. I'm like, all right, I'll just try it. And then You're I used it. I'm that like, name again though, like just like yeah. the, just like the other company, <laughs> <laughs> just like the other company. Yeah, yeah. So I I used X company shampoo. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, then I saw the beard stuff, and the only reason I started using the beard stuff is because I'm only growing it because it's this pandemic. Before things were open, not opening up, I'm like, why am I shaving? I'm like, what the hell is the point? So I was like, all right, I'll just, you know, let it grow out. And then I went through that awkward phase. I had these two large ingrowns. And once I made it through, I was like, oh, no, I'm not cutting it now. Like, I done been through the worst. I done been through the trenches. I'm keeping it. So now I'm trying to figure out how to maintain it and keep it. And I will say X Company's site doesn't really give me the education I need on this because, you know, I I didn't know if I was supposed to do this every day, every other day, because... Now I'm like, am I going to clog my pores if I keep putting all this oil and all this like <laughs> bomb in here? Like, you know, because now I'm paying attention to my hair. So I'm yeah. like, you know, I'm, I, what am I supposed to do? And then, you know, you clown me. So you you let me and the people know what are we supposed to be doing? Wait, 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 real quick. Steven, let me just ask you a question real quick. I know you got to do this. Is it wrong to shampoo your beard? And then put the moisturizer on it. That's what I I need you to focus on that part for me. Because that's the part that I'm struggling on. Uh, it's not wrong, but how often are y'all shampooing your hair and your beard? Like, how often are you using shampoo? My For my hair, I shampoo my hair maybe once every other day. And then for my beard, I pop. I try to do that every single day when I get in the shower yeah, before I go that, to work. That's the wrong part. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yo, you see how he don't let you breathe? Like <laughs> straight to the throat. Like so, I shampoo probably twice. I mean, every two days, every yep, two three days. Wrong. And then wrong. I'm just. <laughs> and then the beard, like I wash it every day. Like wrong again. <laughs> Yo, so how do you wash your face without washing the beard? You, so you're you're gonna get some water and some soap in your beard, but you're not directly washing your beard. No, 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 I don't use the softener every day. Well, once again, you and the softener. <laughs> First, Yo, but but I, I, by that description, it sounds like something I should use. It does, it does, but it's made by a company that has no idea what they're doing. Therefore, <laughs> therefore, I don't believe in it. <laughs> I will say the beard feels soft. I don't even like the idea of the word softener at the for the name of the product. Like, because once again, do what women do. They know what they're doing. Have you ever looked in your mom's cabinet or your wife's and seen a product that said the word softener? And they have more hair than all of us. Nah, but they not stop. stop they not stop. softening That's the it. beard though. <laughs> There's no. I I tell you right now, if I saw Simone or my mom with something to soften facial hair, there's a problem. <laughs> it's, but if you saw them, they, they have more hair than you. There's their their True. products soften their hair. They don't have a product that just says softener. You know what their products say? Shampoo, conditioner, moisturizer, <laughs> oil. You know why? Because that's what those things do. <laughs> like, and I hate the idea of a company being like, hey. You know what you need for your raggedy beard? This softener. That sounds like something from the, from the 40s. Like, you know what you should do? Dabba dabba do. Soften you. Like, what? No. Listen. 
So I learned all this because I I am married to a woman that owns or used to have her own business. Her well, she has multiple businesses. My wife is a serial entrepreneur. She has like fifteen businesses, um, but she does have a very successful blog, TashaTalk.com. Go holla at it. You know, get the clicks up. Um, mm. we'll, we'll say that company's name though. Yeah, we'll definitely we'll say, say that, that all the time. That one actually yeah. brings money into the into yeah. my household. <laughs> Shout out to to the sis. We'll also put a link in in the in the, in the description for that one. Too. Absolutely. Hey sis. <laughs> <laughs> so I like the rest of you. I would wash my hair every day. When you have no hair or short hair, like we usually keep our hair when we get in a haircut regularly, that's okay because you're not really st- shampoo strips everything out your hair. It's a cleanser. It cleans. It gets the dirt out. It gets the, it. It takes out your natural oils. It also opens up your cuticle. When you have more hair, when you have the amount of hair that we have now, because we don't get haircuts, when you have the amount of hair that our wives have, you don't need to shampoo that often. You just once a week. Yeah, yeah, did y'all hear me? Once Fam, a week. Hold on, week. hold on, hold on, hold on. So you dropped a big word, cuticle. So I thought that was only, <laughs> that was only on the fingers. Wow. So there's a cuticle on the scalp. Hey, please explain. Your hair has a cuticle. You have hair okay. cuticles. Yes. So that's what a shampoo. That, that's what shampoo does. It cleans, and it opens the cuticle. Then you need okay. a conditioner. A conditioner conditions, and it closes the cuticle back up. Oh! Yo, this whole entire time, okay. I thought conditioner makes your hair soft. I'm not gonna lie. That's what I thought too. Okay, so I'm not the only one. I'm not the only one. Okay, <laughs> so right. you need so you need about four to five products. You can skip one of these, and I will tell you which one y'all can skip. But you need a shampoo. You don't need a shampoo that often. So that goes with your beard and with your regular hair. You need a shampoo. You only really need to use it once, maybe twice a week. Maybe if you're really nasty, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Then after you have the conditioner, you have what is called a leave-in conditioner. That is something that the, the first brand that me and Space talked about, they have that for your beard. It's really good. It's a leave-in conditioner. And it really works. What a leave-in conditioner does, it gives your hair moisture. Moisture is really important. Moisture is important for the health. It's important for your body, too. Like, drink, you got to drink a lot of water. Guess what also needs water? Your hair. Okay, so I use the leave-in conditioner for my hair. That I do take from Simone. Good. Hey, boo. Good, Good job. Good job. Thanks, Simone, for sharing. Then, so the leave-in conditioner is similar to the moisturizer. They both give your hair moisture. And they both give nutrients. You don't have to. You don't have to leave it. Use the leave-in conditioner every day. You can kind of like skip it out. But the moisturizer or the leave-in conditioner are almost the same thing. Um, but one of them, what, the moisturizer, especially for men, is usually a little bit thicker. Like I like the I like a thicker moisturizer. Um, and then the oil. So y'all brought the oil up. What the oil does is it locks in all that moisture and gives you some shine. So the oil is important. The first brand that me and Space talked about. Has a very good oil too that I use. I I literally use the leave-in conditioner, the moisturizer, and the oil from that company, and then I take my wife's shampoo and conditioner. So, <laughs> so so what's beard serum? What's that? That's the oil. Okay. The oil. Okay. Thank you. I, I don't like that word either. Like I hate I hate some of the men's company. Some of the men's brands are kind of stupid because they try to use these fancy words to not make them seem like they're women products. But guess what? Guess who? Guess what? Who men learn about hair from? Women. So just put the same words on there 
make the packaging look manly so that I don't have to guess, like, what's a bomb? I have no idea. I had to ask my, my wife with that. I was like, hey, can I use this? She was like, uh, yeah, let me read the back of it. Like, use that regular sec- words. That second company, I definitely got the bomb from them. And I, again, I, I, I'm going to admit this. I saw it and I was like, Steven's beard looks good, so he probably uses beard bomb. So I bought yes. it like that. Beard bomb is yes, that's a moisturizer. That's good. So here's what you need. To, here's what you need to do. Stop shampooing every day. When you oh, this is something else I, I recently learned too, because I now I have a bunch of hair. I got like a, a little mini afro. It's ridiculous. And something that we all probably do that we didn't learn early enough is we just take the towel and rub it all around our hair. Rub it all in our beard. Don't do that, please. Stop. Stop. Stop today. Don't do it. <laughs> you don't need to dry your hair out like that. Like, I do one little hard pat, and that's it. Because you're drying your hair out. Like, you need that moisture. And plus the towels that we use, the towels kind of, according to the internet and my wife, they kind of, like, pull your hair and all types of stuff. I don't know. Don't ask me. Don't at me. Go to texturetalk.com, <laughs> and she'll teach you. So that's why you always see your, like your wife or your mom, they don't dry their hair with a towel. They use like some type of special towel for their hair or a t-shirt because the t-shirt is softer than a towel is. But you really don't need to dry your hair out. Like you want to have some moisture when you put that leave-in conditioner or moisturizer on your hair because your hair needs the moisture. Okay. I, I'm a, I'm a try. I mean, since I spent this money on the, on the second company, I'm going to use it until it's finished. And then I will try the first company and go from there. I'm, I'm willing to try because I'm new to this. Stop shampooing gonna... your hair so often. I think the product is probably okay. fine. The product is probably fine. It sounds like it sounds like a three-in-one. Don't don't ask me because that's going to be a longer discussion. We can talk about that yeah, on the I, side. I don't know what that is. Um, I don't think they're smart enough to explain that. And I don't think they're smart enough to actually make a quality product. So that's just my issue with the second company. Because they've tried, they tried to make hair products for women. Didn't go well. I just made a purchase. I, so I completely good. missed that. Wait, the, from the first company? Yeah. The first comp- and it, you know the other thing that you would like about the first company? Go to their website. They got videos and they explain all this stuff. So that's why that's the other reason I like them. So that's what I was looking for and I couldn't find it on the second company. So it was just like, I like I, I just have to figure it out. Um, so yeah, I, once I finish this stuff, I'm, I'm willing to try the, the first company. I, you, and hey, I'm new space. to this. Yep. This guy got all that money. He can't throw nothing away, though. That's what I'm saying, man. <laughs> <laughs> I just made a purchase from the first company, so <laughs> I don't. I don't think RL would approve of that. I uh, we got a discount. We can send you. I got a discount code. You can save some money. You can throw it away. It's all right. I don't know about throwing away, Yo, man. Jabir, throw it away. Yeah. The first, the first. <laughs> I'm telling you, the first company. Like I, I used two other companies prior to this. This company. This company makes really good stuff. It's Even the best. It's, it's really good. It's really, it's really good. the best. Yeah, I've I've used a lot of stuff over the years, and their products. Is my beard looks so different now that I've been using their products? But yeah. Let, last question though: Do I need a beard comb or brush, or is it okay to just use any like typical brush comb type of thing? For the most part, you can. I mean, they do make beard combs and special brushes, but. For the most part, you can use a comb, like use whatever comb your wife uses. You can use. I have a, I have a special beard comb that's made out of wood, but I don't know. Like you can use a regular one. So pretty much, so what you're saying is, Stephen, anything your wife uses, 
use it. We should use yes. it. Yes. Her products are dope. Like, okay. she got more hair than you. She's been doing... They've used more products than us. Okay. <laughs> they know what the good stuff is. Anything... Here's, here's, here's the other thing that I do, and I hope my wife don't hear this. <laughs> Anything she won't let me use, that's the stuff I want to use. <laughs> that means that's the good stuff. <laughs> when that's I see sad. her pull it out and start using it, I'm like, hey, what's that? She know and she she knows I do that too because she hates that. I'll be watching her. I'll be like, what that is? Like, what's that black bottle? Right. With no words on it. <laughs> <laughs> if she get a new package in, I'm looking like, hey, what's in there? <laughs> All right. I, like I said, I'm willing to make a change, so I'm willing to try it. I'm not gonna waste products though. <laughs> throw it out, Jabir. Just throw it out, bro. <laughs> Just throw it out. Y'all are ridiculous. Anyway, uh, like I said, I will try it. So speaking of, of trying things, you know, one of the things that I tried and we all tried before we, we all became married was uh, moving in with our spouses. Um, we wanted to see what those habits were like before getting married. And I, honestly, I think that was one of the best things I could do. I can't speak for you know my other two brothers here, but I know it was something that I needed to do before... I proposed and got married. I wanted to understand what it's like living with someone full time and not like on a quote unquote part time basis. Because uh, when you're in college and you, you first move out um, after college, like it's it's a part time type of trans transition. Like they're coming in and then they still get to go home or wherever they're living at the time. So with what's happening right now, people are well, obviously the states are opening up. But prior to that, people are staying home with their spouses or significant others, wives, husbands, et cetera, um, on a more consistent basis. So for those who moved in together, just like we did, you know, when y'all moved in with your spouses before getting married, what were some of the things that surprised you about living with your mate? Um, well, my wife, I didn't, I didn't know how big she is on cleaning. Like, I, I swear, like, every day she got a mop and broom in her hand every single day. Um, she's she's definitely big on cleaning. I don't think she ha does she have any annoying habits. Uh, I don't say she has annoying habits. Come on, Spades, tell the truth. No, I don't really think she has a. <laughs> I don't think she has any annoying habits. Like she don't chew crazy. You know, like I don't like sitting next to somebody and I can hear them drink the water and they make that deep gulp sound. <laughs> <laughs> she don't. She don't do that. Um, I just think she's big on cleaning and and likes stuff to be organized. Like. That, that, that is her main thing about is cleaning and organizing. But she don't have any annoying habits. I mean, the only thing that caught me off guard was when we first moved in, she was big on using Dove soap. I couldn't figure out why she was big on Dove soap. And, like, I, used to, I remember she told me she needed soap. I went to the store. I, I shouldn't say this, but I bought that $1.99 soap. That... <laughs> That Suave, Suave soap, whatever it's called, Suave soap, and she looked at me like I was crazy, and she's like, I only, she's like, I only use Dove. I'm like, okay, and then she goes, the pink bar. I'm like, oh, okay, all right, but th that's the only thing. But other than that, she, she's all right. I mean, it was cool. Yo, the Suave, my man said the Suave. <laughs> I was about to clown him like what? <laughs> Oh, I love that 
I mean, people are really particular. It, it's interesting when you're moving with somebody and you see like the little things that they're really like that really nag them or bother them. I mean, I never lived with anybody besides my mom. Like all four years of college, I didn't have to share a room. So moving in with my girlfriend, fiance, wife now, it was the first time I ever had to share anything. So I, I think probably the thing that most surprised who the person that was most surprised was her about how I didn't know how to share. <laughs> and like <laughs> <laughs> and like how I don't really like uh bending on things. Like if something goes a certain place, that's where it needs to go. If you're done with it, why is it not back there? Like I we used to get into it all the time, like, hey, you need to put that up. <laughs> like she's not my I, I love my wife and she does so much around here, but she's not really good with details. Like, hey, if it goes over there, over as long as it's over there where it's supposed to be, she's fine with it. And I'm like, nah, that it actually goes on the third shift to the left. And it, like, <laughs> like it just can't be in the cabinet. Like it needs to go in its spot. So that's something that probably bothered me the most is just like her idea of things in their proximity. I'm like, nah, proximity don't win. Like put it right where it goes. Um, <laughs> she doesn't really have any annoying habits or weird habits. The one thing that she does that she did do, she doesn't wash her clothes except for like once a month. So she'd have like clothes just piled up and I'm just like, what you doing? Like them dirty. Do something with them. Steven, I'm sorry, but I, I love that. I love that right there. My wife does laundry every single Friday. And y'all y'all know how I how I am with bills. I am big on Bro, water bills. But you you do laundry every time I come over there. That's different, yeah. man. I, I mean, I work in a, a location where my clothes gotta get washed. I mean, she she just she she'll wash something just because she's bored. Probably that's what that's what I'm starting to get now. She washed oh, a no. load this morning that did not need to be washed. I wash clothes every week too. Like, so do I. So I started washing her clothes. I was like, listen, if you're not gonna wash them, I I just asked her, just separate them and I'll wash them because I can't look over there in your side of the closet and see that. Like it's not good for the brand. I can't look over there and see that trash. <laughs> We gotta do something. So, and she actually enjoys that I wash her clothes. Like, I mean, I don't mind it. Like, I and I don't fold. Like, you gotta fold your own clothes up. Like, I can't wash them and fold them. I hate folding my clothes, so I darn sure can't fold <laughs> yours. I I do wash and fold. You wash and so, fold her clothes? Yeah. Oh, I can't fold her. Plus, we fold differently. I, I don't. Yeah. We don't fold the same way. I I will say I do give up on like I I don't do fitted sheets. Don't ask me to fold a fit sheet. Like that's that's I've even watched videos on how to do it. Still can't get it right. So that's out. And like her little like blouses and 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 tank tops and all them things that like got multiple strings on them, I just throw them at her. I'm like, no, I, I can't like I get so frustrated, I just gotta like I'm like here, take it. Like please, I don't wanna look at it. The the biggest thing for me was how much women shed hair. Because she would do her hair certain days and like use a, 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 what is it, a hot iron, a curling iron, whatever it's called, or just washing her hair and it's just hair everywhere. And it's like, what just happened? Like it was fine in here before. And the thing that drives me the craziest is to, to the same thing Steven said, things have a place, but it's only a place in her mind. So we'll have something <laughs> out of the cabinet, right? And she'll say, oh, that belongs on the second shelf. But then when it's something that I believe has a place, she'll leave it everywhere else. Like her, uh, what's it, the earbuds, 
the uh, AirPods. I'll see one on a table and one on a couch. And I'm like, hold up. Like, you have a case to hold both. <laughs> like, there's no reason why they should be separated. She can't keep that in one place. But if I leave, if I move the sponge two inches, <laughs> she'll notice. Like, that drove me insane. At least for the first couple months. Until I just realized, like, you know what? Like, it is what it is. And now, I mean, certain little things I still notice. And it's just like, oh, whatever. But before, it, it used to drive me nuts. Yeah. And you know what? As that, as that person on the other end, I had to change too. And so I'll just go move it now. Like if she has it, has it there, I'll just go put it back. Now, sometimes I'm looking at, like you saw me just move that. And she'll move it back. Like I like, it's like some type of mind game she's playing with me. And then I lose my mind. Yeah. Like, hey, you, gotta, you know what you're doing. Put that where it's supposed to go. <laughs> <laughs> but I have tried to do better of, if, I, if she puts it close enough, I can take it the last inch. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's that's uh that at least that's a uh, y'all you figured out like all right, if she can do most of it like I can do the other half and not have to complain. Ooh, not so the you, other you half. Kinda... I can do part of it. <laughs> you know, she gotta get it most of the way there. But you, you found a way to compromise and you found a, a, a solution. And I wonder how many people you know, I've over the last like three months have come to that conclusion because I, I would assume that, you know, if you thought you were going to marry someone and you lived with them because you were forced to based on what's happening. Yeah. I wonder what that relationship looks like now, now that things are opening up. Man, I heard it's bad out there for some people. Yeah, that's tough. But it, it is tough. Like, I mean, you do have to come to the, a point where it's like, am I just going to keep fighting with her about this? Or am I going to just like, what are you willing to accept? You know, like, because... Hey, she doesn't complain about me not cooking, so I'm not going to complain about her not doing her her laundry. Like, obviously, the laundry needs to get done. If you're fine, if she's fine sorting her laundry, I'm fine watching it. That's not it's not a problem to me. Like, so I, you just kind of find you have to both understand like what is she going to do, what is he going to do, and then try to figure out what what bothers me the least. Yeah, did anything change when you got married? Like, did it? No. Did things... No, but okay. we, we've been living together for so long, though. That's the problem. I feel like yeah. things got worse when we got married, man. Like, she just started cleaning a lot more, man. <laughs> a lot more. But y'all got kids, though. Before the kids, Jabir, you you know how she is, man. You, you know. You know. You know how she is. I mean, Simone ain't no different. How many times have y'all seen when we have something at the house, as soon as, like... The casuals leave, and like the people who always stick around stay. Don't y'all see her with a broom and mopping her hands, sweeping up, mopping, vacuuming after people? But like you're it's the same way though. I, let me tell, I am. let me tell y'all a story. <laughs> <laughs> I had a maid service come over and clean before Jabir and Simone came one time, and I think they came maybe two days before um, the after the maid service. So I see. Jabir like in the bathroom about to like put his stuff down and this guy gets a paper towel and wipes the top not the toilet seat or the seat cover but the top of the tank because there was some dust up there and I was like oh my god I'm like bro why are you wiping the dust he's like well I put my towel right here I'm like first of all why are you putting your towel in the nasty ass toilet <laughs> and then I'm like are you about to touch that piece like I why, why, like, who touches the top of the tank? Like, like, there's decorations up there. Like, there's not for touching. Like, I would never touch the top of the tank. 
Like, is the toilet overflowing? Like, do you hear a noise or something? Like, what is? <laughs> I'm like, I just paid these people 150. It's clean. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a habit, man. Living living with Simone. Like, I I was always kind of a neat freak. And I got to thank my mom and my sister and my cousins for that because I was raised with women like that. That was, I, I couldn't be dirty. Like, even as the only boy in the house, like, I, I had no choice. So I was always clean. But, I mean, it, 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 it just became a second nature when it actually became heightened once I moved in with Simone. So I can't help it now. Now it's worse with COVID. Oh, my gosh. Wipe down everything, bro. Everything. I guess. I mean, listen. <laughs> the part that's funny to me is then you'll go to somebody else's house and like you'll see something that you wouldn't do at your house, and you'd be like, "But you said you a neat freak, though." No. That's a, that's the part. It's like there's everybody has a different comfort level, and like you go see something, I'm like, I would never do that. That that feels nasty. <laughs> Bro, we I we've been at somebody else's house. Me and Simone, no name, no blame. I ain't gonna put it out there, but Stephen, you know, we we saw some crumbs on the floor. <laughs> Simone went and grabbed a broom, and I, I wasn't even in the room. I just heard it. I'm like, yo, what is that noise? And then I'm hearing stuff like fall into the dustpan. I'm like, damn, that was big. That was a big crumb. And then I go in there, Simone's sweeping. It's it's a habit now. It's, it's, it's unfortunate. Well, it's fortunate, but unfortunate, because it's definitely become annoying. I, I'm gonna be honest. I don't clean up nobody else's house. I just leave. <laughs> like, if your house nasty, I, you know what? Ah, I forgot something. I gotta go back, and then I just don't come back. Like, it, that, that's real. If you ever see me just scoot about your house, you know what it is. Now you know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so for our our uh, ending section of this podcast. You know, we're, we're going to get back to our near and dear special section, the double X chromosome question of the week. We got to get the drum roll back in there, but, you know, we don't we don't want to make too much noise. So, Space, we're we going to need your help on that. So that way we have that every week. I got you. So we're going to have that. We're going to have it for the next podcast, next sound effect. All right. So our, our double X chromosome question actually comes from uh, comes from a guy, but whatever. So I'll read it. My wife has gotten addicted to lifting weights in the last year and a half. She has become massive, like massive in caps. Her arms are seriously way bigger than mine. I feel like everyone looks at her, sorry, looks at us when we go out. She's big and muscular, and I might actually be a bit undersized. To accentuate her gains in the, I guess I was supposed to say gym, she always wears tank tops and other clothes that show off her muscles. I'm happy that she has found a healthy hobby, but it feels weird laying next to a linebacker each night. You can only imagine how awkward our sex life is becoming. Isn't this something she should compromise on? Muscle tone is great, but she is straight jacked. I don't don't want to hurt her feelings, but I can't take it anymore. If I talk to her about it, how do you think I should start the conversation? Who gonna go first? Go ahead, Savage. Savage locked in. <laughs> first, first of all, if my wife can lift me up and turn my body around in different positions, we're going to have a problem. Um, <laughs> I 
there's no way to just, he just got to be blunt with her and just say I know you know I appreciate you going to the gym I know that's your thing but can you cut back a little bit you're starting to look like look like one you know you know I, I don't know I don't want to I don't want to hurt no no woman's feelings right now because I know there's a because <laughs> I know there's a lot Yo, there's a lot of women that that are into that weightlifting stuff so I don't want to hurt their feelings but for me if I was dating someone and she was that big. First of all, I would be six feet away from her because I'm afraid she might yield me up. <laughs> social distance, social distancing rules at all times. <laughs> for real, but I'm just gonna tell her like, is there a way for you not to work? You can continue to work out, but just don't work out on the muscles. You know, it, it's hard to want to get next to you and hold you. But yet, your biceps and your triceps are bigger than my whole body. But that's all I got to say. So, yeah, y'all can go because I know if I keep talking, I'm going to get in trouble. So, y'all can go ahead. I got good news and bad news for Buddy. The good news is he's a pansy. And he can fix that. You know, <laughs> he can work on himself. He can go to the gym. He can put some weight some weight on the bar and do something. You know, he can get stronger. Um... And he can just stop being insecure about like his own body and that his his wife is bigger than him. The bad news though, and I'm basing it off of what he wrote when he said massive and jacked. His wife is on some type of like testosterone or steroid. Like obviously. <laughs> like it's clear. <laughs> the bad news is somebody's she's taking a pill or somebody's shooting her in the in the butter thigh. Like, I mean, that's the bad news. Somebody at the gym got to her, and uh, she's been compromised. Because, to be honest, like, there are plenty of women that lift weights and are really strong. They don't get massive and jacked. Like, they get strong, but they still look like women. Like, the women that you see that are massive and jacked and do, like, some of these competitions, when they're that big, like, they're taking something. Like, because you don't have enough testosterone in a woman's body naturally to become massive and jacked like a man would. Um, they can get they can get cut in diesel, but I've seen cut in diesel women that don't use drugs, and they're they're still like woman size. You still look at them like what if they don't have their arms out or something, then you you would never know that they were like they don't look jacked. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. So um yeah so I think he should just catch up. Like go to the gym with her. <laughs> like, I, I don't <laughs> give me a say catch up to her. <laughs> <laughs> That, that's a lot. That's a lot of weight. I mean, that's a lot of weight, Steven. Like, how many, how much weight you think she bench pressing? He, if he's that far behind, and the way that he's the way that he sent it, he, it sounds like he is far behind, and she's way ahead of him. How can he possibly catch? It? He, he gonna have to get the injections in the in the butt or the or the thigh, like you said himself. I, I mean, I wouldn't, but he just need to go to the gym. Like, go with her. Like, if you're feeling insecure about like yourself, go go to the gym with her. Like, get involved with her hobby. And maybe I, I got a solution. What you got? They need to do an NFL combine. Listen, so <laughs> they they run the whole combine, right? And have someone score where she lands and he lands, so that way he has measurables of where he needs to be. So that way he can actually track the things that he needs to get to in order to even be comparable, because clearly she's better than him. Like, I'm, I'm sorry to say it, buddy boy, but you 
trash. Like <laughs> she, she's she's better than you in every possible way when it comes to the physique. So you're gonna need to to catch up. You might need to do some CrossFit. You might need to you might need to juice. You know, you might you might need a little something just to you know speed the 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 gap up. You know, just so that you can catch up a little bit faster. But he needs to get some testing done so that way he can figure out how he needs to get wherever he needs to go. He needs a benchmark. Yeah, yeah. see? There we go. What, I, you know what? I, at first, when you brought it up, it sounded like a joke. But I know, I understand now. Like, that's a, a business process. He should definitely do that. Like, that, they should do that. So it, he knows where he, he stands. It, how else are you supposed to know? You know, like, he goes to the gym with her, and she's like, all right, we're going to do this. We're going to do five sets bench press, right? You, we've all had this moment where you work out with either someone too strong or you're the person who's too strong. And your first set, usually 135, you know, light, throw that up, do your 10, 12, 15. And then the next one, sometimes you might jump to 185. That might be too big for him. You know what I mean? Like you might need to put the, the two and a half on so that way it's, it's 140. You know? <laughs> like She's definitely, so, she's definitely benching 225. Easy. Oh, it's easy. Yeah. Easy. So... If she's if she's the typical weightlifter that goes from 145 to 185 to 225, like that's a large gap. We're talking 90 pounds in three sets. And she didn't even get to the fifth one yet where you know she's going to do the max. I'm, I'm saying the max easily 250. He not ready. So he need to go 140, 135, 140, 150, he then the 165. He can't do 150. Right? <laughs> like, my man's tapping out at 135. He getting two full plates up. So, so if that's the case, he can't start where she's. He can't start where she starts. So that's why he can't go to the gym with her. If he can't put up 135 without, you know, like if that's the opening set and you can't do the opening set, we can't work out. <laughs> like, what's what's the point? If I'm slowing me down, <laughs> <laughs> and we we've all been there. Where hey, shout out to Big Papa Pump Brian. It's hard trying to work out with him. Like he'll lower his weight a little bit, but when he want to jump, like if you're not ready to make the jump, you can't continue. Like <laughs> that, that's pretty much it. Like he's he's not going to slow down his workout for you. And I've I've been on that side of it, and then I've also been on the other side when I'm the stronger one, and it's just like. Hey, like you gotta keep up. Me and me and you, Steven, we've worked out. Sometimes you way ahead of me, and I'm like, shit, I gotta catch up. And then there's times when I'm ahead of you and you like, I gotta catch up. And you figure it out. But if if he can't even do that, if he can't do the 135, yeah, that combine is really important. I I like that idea. (laughs) Combine. Because he gotta know where he's at. But I mean, I don't think she's done anything wrong. Like this sounds like all a problem with, with, with you. My man, my yeah, he's, he sounds soft. Yeah. He need to be trying to tell to get that OnlyFans money. Listen, <laughs> there, there, there are several people out there willing to pay to look at women who are jacked. Like, don't look at this as a as as your problem, nigga. Look at it as a solution. Like, it's the COVID times right now. You could get some money. She could put those pictures out there. She could probably promote and say, hey, here are the exercises I do to look like this. And this is what happens when you don't do my exercises and then you, point to him. You look like that guy. <laughs> <laughs> like, would you rather look like him or look like me? I mean, the, it's a, it's, the way it's, it sounds, I'd rather look like her. Because I haven't been, I haven't lifted anything in a long time. Fam, muscle mass gone. 
<laughs> Muscle mass gone. Man, you talk, talk about that 135. My test got a little <laughs> But we we know you could do 135. Now, you know, moving to 185 on the second set, that might be too much. But you might move to 150, 155. You're not going to put the two and a half. Two and a half is that you don't get no respect for two and a half unless you over 225. No, there's no respect invention for for a man until you at two twenty five. Yeah, yeah. It, like you, everything else before that, just like you warming up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely the warm up. Yeah, that first time I got to two twenty five, you felt felt magical. Like, oh, I got four yeah. plates. It felt like you accomplished something. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I've arrived. But that jump from two twenty five to three hundred, that's nah. <laughs> it's Man, a I, long way. I did 315 once, and that was back in 2014, maybe. <laughs> like that was that was such a long. Actually, it was it was when I was getting ready to get married. I was I was in my peak shape, trying to look good in my tuck. So it was like 2013. That was the last time I did something with 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 three plates on each side. Mm-hmm. Ain't done it since. But I can still do 135. Easy. Easy. <laughs> Easy. Like, like I, I'm not even like not. I'm not gonna say it's gonna be the easiest like it used to be, but I'm gonna get 135 up. Like it's not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna die in the gym before I let 135 follow me. <laughs> you know. You know when you like you pushing on your first set and you like shaking on one side and the other. Like I might shake, but I'm gonna get it up. Yeah. Like it's the, the 135 still gonna be pushed up. The savage ain't getting 135. That's why he quiet. <laughs> I was just thinking the same thing. Like, I'm going to let y'all get ahead and do y'all thing because we all know. <laughs> niggas, not, I'm not lifting up no 135. That ain't happening. That ain't happening. Maybe 135 worth of french fries or something. Not no 135 worth of weights, man. <laughs> hey, I just keep it honest. I just keep it honest with y'all. I'm just saying. So I'm going to go back and mute my mic so y'all can get ahead and finish y'all discussion. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I think we clown homie enough. Hey, good luck, brother. Um, Start with some push-ups, fam. Yeah. <laughs> hey, do some pull-ups in the house. Th- those will get you strong real quick. You know, pull-ups ain't no joke. Now, you know, your lady, she might be able to hit off like 10, 15 light. You might just be able to do one. But if you work yourself up, you'll get to five. Just hold. And you get to ten. Hold yourself on that bar, baby boy. Just hold. <laughs> Stay strong. <laughs> There's some good protein shakes out there. You know, get your weight up a little bit. Maybe he like super lanky, like he just one thirty five wet, like he just he just can't maintain the weight. Maybe we're never gonna have another guy ride in, like ever, like not after this. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, let's well, let's let's just be clear. This is his fault. He asked us the question. I mean, so that's his fault. Like I said, he needs to hit the gym. So I mean, we know a trainer. You know, uh, we know a couple. So you know. If you want to write back and give some recommendations, we got you. Niggas get strong every day, B. <laughs> he be all right. <laughs> Drink a protein shake. He'll be all right. Wow. All right. Hey, man. I, I, I've appreciated the time. It's, it's been a tough week for us all. But, you know, sometimes laughter is, is needed just to, to ease the pain a bit. So I, I appreciate, again, doing this with y'all. Um. Man, I needed those laughs. Needed those, man. Uh, thank you for everybody who continues to listen to, listen to us. Please subscribe to iTunes. 
Um, we're also dropping a link um, from uh, the source that we record this podcast on our Facebook page for those who don't have iTunes. So please check those out. Don't forget the sponsors. Yeah. Never forget the sponsors. We're right now being sponsored by our left and right pocket, <laughs> which means we're the ones paying for everything. So if you want to sponsor us, please hit us up. Hey, that first and second company that we mentioned, there's three strong black men on this podcast talking about your products. You might want to, you know, think about that or at least make let us make you think about it, I guess. <laughs> like, we can make a case for it. <laughs> second company could definitely win me back. I mean, I, I, was, I, I, was never, I was never on the train, but you know. Come sponsor us and best believe I'll be I'll be on that softener. <laughs> softener for the whole crew. <laughs> yeah, so holla at us at uh, views from the group chat at gmail.com. Or you can hit us up on Twitter at views from the GC. As always, again, thank you for supporting us. Love y'all, stay safe. Talk to y'all soon. Peace. <laughs>